1: and I'm Christy. We're just two gals in our 20s trying to live our best type 1 diabetic lives. Every week we tackle a new topic from the diabetic perspective. Although we offer tips, we
0: are not medical professionals, but we also offer plenty of antidotes and general thoughts about how to embrace
1: the type 1 lifestyle on your own terms. It's not always easy to do through all of the literal highs and lows, but it does help to have a Pancreas pal to turn to.
0: Hey guys, welcome to Pancreas Pals, Emily here. And Christy. And we are so excited to be chatting about all things summertime ketchup, diabetes related, I'm not talking about the condiment, talking about catching up with our lives. Um, <laughs> although, although I, I love ketchup love- in Same. gross amounts,
1: so if we also want to talk about that, we totally Agreed.
0: can. It's a really great condiment. Anyways, so we hope everyone has been having an amazing summer. We sure have, you know, missed chatting with all of you kiddos out there. But we are just gonna jump right into it. I know I would like to discuss first of all. I feel like I never take breaths when we do this. I'm just like <laughs> a long-winded human. We have too much to say. It I'm like, let comes me get it out in 20 to 30 minutes. Here we go. Um, so I want to talk about my experience glamping. Yes, you heard that right glamping for those who don't know is basically like glamorous camping and my life is a joke and I get to do really fun bougie things for work and um, I'm like you know what let's do this yeah you want to offer me a gorgeous tent that is like a honestly like a bedouin tent that has a king size bed and waterfall shower and everything like that hells to the yeah i'm gonna say yes i will go and cover that on our social media i'm Not picturing your toms spells.
1: from park and rec i know
0: like I, toms,
1: I meant tom tom from parks and rec whoa oh, i love it love it um
0: head on over to my personal account or My work account at Bridal Guide or my personal account is at Emily K. Goldman, if you want some evidence of said tent. But I, the entire time I went, I was like, I have got to tell the story on Pinker's Pal. So here I am telling the story. And it's the first time Chrissy's hearing it as well. It's true. This is live action right now. Um, So basically, I went to... And everyone's going to be judging me so hard, but I'm here to tell you, judge me. Do it. I judge myself. We're all just trying to live our best lives. So, this glamping trip was literally just across the river. Um, I live in New York City for those who are new to the podcast, and I literally just went on the ferry for five minutes to Governor's Island. And I went to this thing called Collective Retreats. Shout out to them. Amazing, beautiful place, great. Um, but here's the thing about Governor's Island in, on August, early August, when this happened. Um, Yeah, obviously there's no air conditioning because, you know, outdoors and the fact that this is clamping. but add this little Floridian who is used to heat, but not used to being in it for extended periods of time. And the fact that I was quite hungover, plus the fact that I was hella dehydrated, plus the fact that this event was sponsored by Grey Goose. (laughs) <laughs> so um, not kidding. Uh, truly a beautiful, amazing event. Shout out to them and everyone for having us. But that equals some low blood sugars and a very um, honestly like am, I was not living my best life and I really wanted to be living my best life. But I learned a lot about myself, I would say, in this uh, this this event and it's a lot of it is diabetes related. So we're on this island, Governors Island to be exact, and the ferries to and from Manhattan close at 11 p.m. And this retreat is like the only thing, the only area allowed to have people overnight on the island. Or at least that's what I was that's what I was told. And um, that sounds so sketchy. It's not like I came across anyone else while I was there. Although <laughs> that is the plot of the Lifetime movie I'm currently in the works with. Not really, but I would love for that to be a Lifetime movie. So if anyone at Lifetime's listening, hit me up. I got a few stories for you.
1: There's probably um, something similar. We could Google it.
0: Oh, true, true, true. Lifetime has totally run the gamut of all things. Literally anything is a story. But moving forward, this has to do with diabetes because I was an overheated hot mess express And there was like one jug of water between me and my friend Kate, who went to this, who's also one of my coworkers. And we're, you know, literally dousing ourselves in cold water in the shower and trying to cool down. And it just went from hot to hotter as the day progressed. And then finally the sunset and it got a little bit better. But once the, uh, once the last ferry left at 11 PM after our like five course meal with said martini, a different martini with every course. Um, I did not partake in that because I would have been on the floor dying, and I, my blood sugar was already like all over the place. So I was like, you know what, hmm, better not. I'm gonna save it for the espresso martini at the end, which truly blessed to have. Hundred percent would recommend. i'm totally running off on a tangent here no that's the
1: real takeaway from the
0: episode yeah if there's anything you can take away from this episode i highly recommend a gray goose espresso martini like you really can't go wrong but um so i you know everything closes and i look around and i'm like wow this is very lord of the flies there's literally you can see oh well there's like no lights on governor's island at night. Um you can see the city. It's beautiful. It's so close. And I overheard a worker there being like, "Oh yeah, the EMT left on the last ferry." And I was like, "What?" And I'm like sitting there and I have this moment like, "Oh yeah, I'm diabetic." Like, you know, like it's it's a 24/7 job and being diabetic as anyone who's listening who has, it would Be able to tell you, it's you know, like it's always in the back of your mind, but it's not always in the forefront because that would be really depressing and cause so much anxiety if you're constantly thinking about your numbers and everything. But I had like leveled off, my blood sugar was finally like becoming normal, and we're walking back to the camp and the campsite, and someone had said that, and I was like, well, shit, that's like a really scary thought, and it got me to thinking, okay. Yeah, even though I'm so close to New York, I truly am secluded. And there's a really little
1: stranded, a
0: little stranded. And I was like starting to panic a little bit. And then I was like, OK, just, you know, breathe. Everything's fine. You packed like seven juice boxes like you're going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. So, I mean, obviously, of course, my blood sugar starts to drop again, as you know, it would do because of the heat. And the. I really didn't drink that much. But even a little bit of alcohol can set me down after a few hours. So I had a juice box before I went to bed and then I hightailed it out of there on the first ferry in the morning for uh, different reasons. But it was a really great trip, super enjoyable. And I was so proud of myself for making it through and not having a panic attack once I was finally like self-aware enough to realize that like everything's going to be fine. But it's such a scary thought. And Christy, like, I mean, anyone out there who's gone camping, which I know there's so many diabetics that like are like, Oh my God, you're psycho. I do this like every day. All I do is go hiking and camping and I'm secluded and live alone in the woods in the middle of nowhere. Um, if that's you really power to you for being able to listen to this podcast, first of all, <laughs> second of all, very impressive humans, but it's kind of similar to the story that I told about the time I went skiing for the first time slash only time. And Christy, I just feel like you've got to have had a similar experience where you're re- you're doing these things and then all of a sudden you have this realization oh my god I'm diabetic
1: (laughs) every day I mean honestly I get that on the train on the way home from work a lot especially so I tend to either have a bottle of juice or two juice boxes depending on my fridge stocking at the time but sometimes if I have a low during the day at work I'll have one of the juice boxes and it'll hit me on the way home like wait a minute what if I have a really bad low and I needed that second juice box and I'll start planning out some kind of escape route from the train while it's still underground. And I'm like, I could climb climb up one of those side ladders. I could try to pop up through one of these little tunnels. And then I'm like, wait a minute, you're underground for like four stops.
0: Yeah, you're in Boston. And then (laughs) you can run into any
1: convenience store. But still, not having just limitless juice access, it is a paranoia of mine, not having access to juice and not having access to supplies like sometimes I'll have a panic attack like what a minute wait a minute I didn't refill my like test strips and do I have enough to get me through the day what if I have a low and I need to check 80 times and I go through my entire supply for the week here weird thoughts creep in and I think they come in when you are away from the things you're used to having access to. So over the summer, I went up to Maine with, shout out to hot boyfriend Zach, um, <laughs> and his mom, shout out to lovely Zoraida. We went up to Maine to his family's cabin. It was honestly awesome. It was so just like old school classic cabin. Like when you picture a wooden cabin up in Maine, right by Sebago Lake, it this is beautiful. awesome. And the water was so clear, so I was... Very aware if any, like, mermen were coming to murder me. Oh, my god! I have weird thoughts in the course of a given day, but... Clearly we all do. We're here (laughs) for this. Continue. Um, But, yeah, I feel like when you're on vacation, you know, Emily and I, I feel like we could talk about travel forever just because anyone who has had a bad travel experience connects to to all of the packing woes and whatnot that we talk about all the time.
0: Whether it's literally just anywhere, anytime you're away from your supplies, it feels like traveling, and, and that I mean, gives me
1: anxiety because
0: even and when you're like actually traveling for long periods of time, like when I studied abroad, it's
1: like, yeah, I don't know how you did
0: that. that. I mean, go back to season one. I think it might've been episode seven. I don't honestly, I don't know. I'll link to it somewhere season when this one. goes live, Go find a kid um, but I don't know how I did it. First of all, but most importantly was the fact that I did do it. And it taught me a lot about what kind of supplies I need. But then it also taught me that, holy crap, so blessed to have these supplies. Like I know. I'm I think about so that all the
1: time. It scares me. And as much as I have those days where I'm like, oh, curses, why me? Like, why do I have to have this? Honestly, I have access and the ability to retrieve anything that I need, including juice, medical supplies, etc. I have... A crap ton in my apartment at all times. I keep everything really well stocked. You know, I can afford insurance and prescriptions. Like I can't really complain, like for anyone to have the disease. I'm fortunate enough, like I'm fortunate enough to have this disease and, you know, be well enough so to talk true. about it on the day to day.
0: And if you, now I'm like, I really want to look up the episode, the specific episodes, but if you go back to, um, well, first of all, head on over to PancreasPals.com and you can stream all of the episodes if you don't have the iTunes app, but I recommend just downloading all of the seasons on iTunes. Um, and if you are an avid listener, yay, you've probably heard me shout this out before, but our episode with Elliot Gat when he was biking across the U.S. with Bike Beyond for Beyond Type 1, um, he is the founder or co-founder? Oh my God, I'm like making stuff up now. No, I think co He's the founder. Yeah, of uh, Good Glucose, which is an amazing organization that for every 12 subscriptions sold, it's a basically subscription test strip service for diabetics. For every 12 sold, they'll give one back Uh, by one. I mean, like they have a whole program where it's, you know, they'll give test strips back to people who can't afford it. And one of the reasons why he started this is because growing up, he, his family sometimes had to choose between putting food on the table and test strips. And that is so disturbing on so many levels. But beyond that, you know, there are organizations like Marjorie's Fund that go out and literally go to Africa and give, you know, knowledge, give education give tangible things like test strips and things like that. But they're there to help teach people about diabetes. And they're really only prolonging people's lives. They can't, I mean, obviously, there's no cure, but these people don't have access to To any supplies, really, unless it's brought to them through Marjorie's Fund or other, you know, other philanthropies like this. But it's so sad. And that was like such a weird tangent to go off on. But I think that these problems that we have are obviously the constant stressors about, you know, you going up with Zach and his mom. Shout out to Zach. Hey, what's up? And his mom to Maine and like me going to literally governor's island. It's like these things are dope and we're getting to do fun, cool things. But diabetes, no matter what situation, like who you are, what your situation is in life, whether it be money or emotional or God only knows what. It is something that really kind of evens the playing field for everyone. We're all worried about these things at one point or another. And I'm sorry if you're sitting there being like, oh, I've never worried about that. Either you're still being taken care of by someone else, which is great. Like, wish my mom was still here to feed me every day. But she's back in Florida and I guess I'm an adult. Or, you know, you don't have diabetes because at the end of the day, it's like every time you leave your house and you have a low, you're like, oh, what's going on? And that's my tangent. Christy's just staring at me now.
1: Sorry, I forgot what I was gonna say.
0: My bad. <laughs> a memoir. Um. So you were visiting Zach's with Zach in Maine, and you realized you were miles from, um, from any any juice source.
1: Yeah, the nearest store was a couple miles away. It was a very awesome but very secluded cabin. I mean, even when we would go down to the lake, which was right by the house, I was very aware that, you know, my juice boxes and whatnot were up at the house. And I don't know, it was like the more distance that is between me and my supplies, I just always find myself a little bit uneasy. So I think that's something I'm just kind of working through. And, you know, as we kind of mentioned on other traveling and packing type episodes, having an excess of what you think you need, I think is probably the most comforting thing in the world. Um, and I recently, I recently have been a much better diabetic in terms of having my glucagon with me because especially if you have like an over the shoulder bag, because when you're traveling, you tend to do lots of side trips, as I know we did. Like once we got up to Maine, we went out to dinner, we went out mini golfing. So there's a lot of sub trips within trips and you have to factor in all of the travel in between, um, causes a lot of highs and lows because, You know, you're eating out, there's mystery meals you have to do a lot of guesswork for. And if you're like me, when you see a high number, you get a little bit anxious and you overcorrect, and then you come down, and then you need the juice boxes, which hopefully you've packed enough. And it's just kind of this never ending cycle. (laughs) And I think the most comforting thing you can do is just be really comforted that you have what you need to get through, you know, quote unquote, an emergency situation like a low when you're on a side vacation within a larger vacation it just helps helps keep you calm especially in the summer months because heat does one of two things at least to me which is spike me because I'm uncomfortable or drop me because I'm just sweating out everything I've ingested I don't know if that's really how the body works but (laughs) on a given day it can be how you feel you know it's very uncomfortable to be so hot and sweaty and when your numbers are all over the place you know even in the winter, if I have a really bad high or a really bad low, I could end up sweating. So couple that with the gloriousness of like ninety degree weather, and you have a very humid, lack of air and, conditioning, hot and bothered Christy.
0: <laughs> You're not alone out there. I mean, I feel like I'm constantly saying this on here, but heat advisory is so real. Like not only for your insulin, but for yourself. I mean, I know that I go low, but when I'm overheated, but the thing is, I'll occasionally go on a roller coaster I'll spike and then immediately drop or if like it's just you know it's a stressor on the body and it's something that you got to be aware of so definitely go with your gut and test if you're not feeling 100% like I when I was glamping um I which I hate saying that but honestly now it's just <laughs> kind of fun I felt myself going low but my Dexcom read that I was like 110 or something and I checked and I was like 80 and i had had units on board I knew I was going down and I my Gs, I switched to the G6 um which for those who are new to the podcast I highly recommend going back to season one she started episode one here are diagnosis stories we explain how Christy's on multiple daily injections and I am bionic with my Omnipod and now Dexcom G6 um my G6 has been so freaking accurate it's scary except for when this glamping thing happened. And I honestly think it had to do with the heat. Like, I don't know Mm. if it's not supposed to be affected by that, but I have to say, I haven't like, I haven't been that overheated and dehydrated in a long time, thankfully. But like, I honestly think that my body was just freaking out and my Dexcom couldn't catch up, but it, I'm so glad I checked because I was able to chug an orange juice, you know, when I was going low. And usually I'm not that good at feeling my numbers. So I was like so proud of myself.
1: Good. I was
0: like, I checked in with my body.
1: Well, maybe it was like the adrenaline. Suddenly your instincts kicked in.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, the good thing about the G6 and I'll do like, maybe we can do an entire, maybe not an entire episode, but we'll do another episode or a little Instagram situation about the G6 because I have so many things to say about it and it's like such a mind-blowing technology um but I totally lost what I was gonna say uh, it's just a really great really great thing to have and I just got on it like a month ago I finally got on that G6 grind and I was like truly blessed it's so that's much exciting thinner I can sleep on my stomach without it catching on my covers
1: that's a very big deal
0: I love sleeping on my stomach anyways now everyone knows that intimate detail about me
1: so you're welcome <laughs> I world. do too let's both go down on this ship
0: <laughs> I almost started singing that just now <laughs> isn't it by Dido do you remember that TV Oh, TV?
1: I know exactly what song you're talking about and I certainly do not know who it's by I'm a fake
0: <laughs> you're a fake fan
1: I'm a fake fan
0: Oh, my God. Well, this has just been another little episode that we where we just talk about things that are on our mind. This is a, this has been your uh, little summer catch up with Emily and Christy.
1: We're ready for the fall. I want some nice autumnal wetter. Wetter. Jesus wetter. Christ, what just happened? Weather.
0: It's the heat. I just get into it. It's, yeah, it's true. I
1: did turn off my AC to record this without creepy background noise and I'm malfunctioning now.
0: You're not alone in the malfunctioning part. My AC is on because sorry, pals, girl has got I to be cool. I can't hear it though. Oh my god, I, my, really mine's blessed. loud.
1: Mine's oh, well, it's yeah. not crazy loud, but it's
0: mine's kind of weak right now. I need to get it fixed. There are things going on.
1: No, mine's mine's new. She's fresh, but she likes to be known. I feel I respect
0: that. She is a woman whose voice needs to be heard, um, truly. Because you're hot, and that needs to be fixed. Ooh, you're hot in multiple ways. So now that I've embarrassed myself... <laughs> hot and it needs so, to be fixed. I'm taking so care of that many myself. Ways. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You should see what Dead. I've been eating. <laughs> Dead. Stop it. Um, okay, now that I've embarrassed myself through and through, I. what do you say we wrap this thing up, Christy? Let's do it. i got to call my mom. Oh, my God. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Love your mom. Um, just on okay. her, she's
1: on her drive home. want to give so, her a ring.
0: This is uh, This has been another episode of Pancreas Pals. Thank you so much for tuning in, everyone. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Pancreas underscore Pals, on Facebook at Pancreas Pals PP. Uh, head to our website, PancreasPals.com, and follow us on iTunes and download the iTunes app or just listen to us through iTunes. Wow, how many times can I say iTunes? iTunes sponsor me. Um, Yeah, and be sure to let us know what you want to hear. Slide into our DMs or email us at pancreaspals123 at gmail.com because we're super original. And um, yeah, we're so excited for season four, which is crazy to say, um, but we're in it to win it. So not to end this episode on a bit of a sad note and also a bit of a random note, but Christy has a little something she'd like to say and... Um,
1: yeah I'll just let her take it away. Hey pals, Christy here. I have some good news and some bad news. The good news is I got an awesome new job at Boston University and it means I can start taking classes immediately and pursue my master's degree. BU is where Emily and I both got our undergrad degrees so it's kind of full circle and here's the bad news that Pancreas Pals started at BU for me and kind of ends with it too. Heading into a new phase in my life means that I can't be a full-time Pancreas Pal's co-host anymore. I will absolutely be back on for the occasional episode, and I will always be available to any of you on my personal social media accounts. I've loved every second of this, and I'm so happy to have been a part of this incredible network. And shout out to Emily for being the best Pancreas Pal I could ever ask for. Like I said, I'll be back now and then, but you can rest assured that Emily and her new host—I'll let her make that big reveal when she's ready—will keep this going. I can't tell you what the support from our listeners has meant to me, but just know that you guys are as big a part of the Pancreas Pals team as the hosts are, and I'm proud to be among you all now as a fan and a pal. Cheers. Be sure to continue tuning into Pancreas
0: Pals, and not to worry, we have a chock-full season with the occasional Christy appearance and lots of amazing interim co-hosts until we get our full new host next season, which I'm going to leave to a surprise at the end of this season. I just said seasons like 10 times fast. Anyways, I don't want anyone to go sobbing or anything like that because Christy is very much still a real person and very much still a real pal, just like all of you are. And you guys continue to make this worth our time. And I am so excited to continue doing this project with you guys. And I sincerely want you not to worry. Things will not be drastically different. We will just continue having new voices every week and really show what this community is all about thank you guys so much happy labor day weekend and have a great week and don't worry i will be back next week with a new co-host a temporary one if you will and it will be on to you know same old same old diabetes but we are gonna just keep on keeping on and have a fab time christy you'll always be missed but also i have your number slash we still text all the time love you fam bye bye everyone